Good morning. Are you enjoying the Summer of Heroes? Today we talk about Corianton. And he's heroic in the way that he turns his life around. But actually, he's not the hero we're choosing. We need to talk about him, though, because the real, real hero is the one who makes Corianton's story turn from tragic to joyful. So who is Corianton? Well, he was one of Alma's sons. Remember, he was part of the dream team. He was perhaps not a very strong member of the team at first, but that changes. Remember this group, our dream team? They went on a mission to the Zormites, and following their mission, Alma blessed Shiblon and commended him for his, quote, steadiness and, quote, faithfulness unto God. For Corianton, however, Alma had firm words of reproof and admonition, as we read in Alma 39, 1 through 4. And now, my son, I have somewhat more to say unto thee than what I have said unto thy brother. For behold, have ye not observed the steadiness of thy brother, his faithfulness and his diligence in keeping the commandments of God? Behold, has he not set a good example for thee? For thou didst not give so much heed unto my words as did thy brother among the people of the Zoramites. Now this is what I have against thee. Thou didst go on unto boasting in thy strength and thy wisdom. And this is not all, my son. Thou didst do that which was grievous unto me, for thou didst forsake the ministry and did go over into the land of Siron among the borders of the Lamanites and after the harlot Isabel. Yea, she did steal away many, or the hearts of many, but this was no excuse for thee, my son. Thou shouldest have attended to the ministry wherewith thou wast entrusted. Alma had to counsel his son, whose behavior was not fitting a disciple of Christ. In Alma 39.11, he says, Suffer not yourself to be led away by any vain or foolish things. Suffer not the devil to lead away your heart again after those wicked harlots. Behold, O my son, how great iniquity ye brought upon the Zoramites, for when they saw your conduct, they would not believe my words. He then tells Corianton how he could return to the straight and narrow course. In Elma 39.13, Turn to the Lord with all your mind, might, and strength, that ye lead away the hearts of no more to do wickedly, but rather return unto them and acknowledge your faults and the wrongs which ye have done. Elma then goes on to several topics that he knows troubles Corianton the need for prophecy concerning the coming Messiah, the resurrection, what happens to the soul of a per person between death and the resurrection, the purpose of life as a probationary state, the mercy and justice of God in relationship to man's choices in life. Now the sin of immorality, which Corianton was guilty of, is one of the most serious sins there is. Do you think he really needed to understand mercy, mercy and justice? He probably wondered, was there any way back for him? Justice demands 
that sin against the laws of God has a price that has to be paid. Mercy allows for the forgiveness of that sin, but the price still needs to be paid. So now we focus on our hero. Who paid that price? Who extends that mercy? We know that answer is Jesus Christ. In Alma 42, 11 through 15, it says, And now remember, my son, if it were not for the plan of redemption, laying it aside, as soon as they were dead, their souls were miserable, being cut off from the presence of the Lord. And now there was no means to reclaim men from this fallen state, which man had brought upon himself because of his own disobedience. Therefore, according to justice, the plan of redemption could not be brought about only on conditions of repentance of men in this probationary state. Yea, this preparatory state, for except it were for these conditions, mercy could not take effect, except it should destroy the work of justice. And the work of justice could not be destroyed, if so, God would cease to be God. And thus we see that all mankind were fallen, and they were in the grasp of justice, yea, the justice of God, which consigned them forever to be cut off from his presence. And now the plan of mercy could not be brought about except an atonement should be made. Therefore God himself atoneth for the sins of the world to bring about the plan of mercy, to appease the demands of justice that God might be a perfect, just God and a merciful God also. Corianton would have been lost had it not been for Jesus Christ. In fact, we, would also, we also would be lost if not for him. He provides the path back. He paid the price for our sins. Corianton humbly repented went on with his missionary service, this time with devotion and humility. He became the disciple of Christ he was meant to be, all because there was, provided by our Savior, a path back from mistakes made. So our battle-ready scripture today says, And it is requisite with the justice of God that men should be judged according to their works. And if their works were good in this life, and the desires of their hearts were good, that they should also at the last day be restored unto that which is good. And our battle-ready word is restore. Jesus Christ allows us to be restored to happiness, to wholeness, to righteousness. The challenge today, everything about the temple is to point us to Jesus Christ. Therefore, today's challenge picture, I want you to look at the temples listed on the church website and choose your favorite temple. Post a picture of that temple to the podcast challenge text group. Have a great week, everyone, and remember to follow the Savior's admonition to come follow me.